welcome back welcome back to another episode of good books bad banter i'm maddie and i'm tori and this week we're going to talk about every Every summer Summer after After. my freaking favorite book right now i'm goddamn obsessed i know i let tori i told tori before we started i'm like you know what i'm gonna let you lead this episode because i know this is one of your favorites and she was the one to like beg me to read this and i was like okay yes. yeah fine i'll read Four it weeks and weeks yeah, before weeks. you read it and then you read it and you were freaking out because it's so damn good <laughs> i was listening to it at work and i was like oh, tori i'm so sorry i did not realize this was <laughs> that good so yeah i totally I like, ate my words i know babe i know but well before we get into that how was your week it was good. Yeah? Yeah, nothing too crazy. Three updates? Three updates, like, <laughs> in the book? Yes. Uh, update. Went First out one. last night to the bars and danced my sweaty little ass off. Fun. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only update? That's Come my on, only you update. I really didn't do anything. What else did I do? Um, um, SOS. I'm a boring person now. I cleaned the shit out of my apartment, which is needed real life good. everyday stuff good uh and i went for a ride oh yeah so you know aaron has a motorcycle aaron is my boyfriend for anyone who doesn't understand what i'm talking about <laughs> but he has a motorcycle and we went to a little market at latchkey on east Six. oh cool yeah or on the east side whatever was it like a like a farmer's market? No, it was uh, like an artist market. So, you know, my friend Michaela, she repurposes old school uh, cowboy, boots, cowboy boots and stuff. She was yes. selling her art there. And oh, cool. I wanted to go and support her because I have seen with, her. with Danielle too? No, Danielle didn't go. Oh, she okay. Okay. Couldn't go, but it was so fun. And we got a couple of, of drinks and we met some other dudes who ride motorcycles and they let us sit on their nice as hell bikes which was fun hey and then we went and watched the bachelorette oh afterwards. Fun. i know i was really sad that i i had to miss that because so rachel one of our really good friends makes the literal crack of a hummus that is it's so good it's it the is best like hummus ever golden crack like i can't explain it any other better than that it's amazing it's so delicious and then it's the like most simple yeah. recipe too I don't know what she does to it. I don't know what she puts in it. It's so much better than any store-bought. I don't even think I, I could make it as good as she does. No, probably not. She's None a of queen. us can. A queen in the kitchen. Anyways, that's what but I do. She doesn't belong fun. in the kitchen. Let me rephrase that. She's oh a queen gosh. in the kitchen, but she does not belong there, baby. So, oh okay. Well, what are your three updates? Well, my biggest one is I just graduated with my master's whoop, in whoop. education. I know. Whoop whoop to that. Two years of... Um, She's a smart bitch. <laughs> I don't... I wouldn't say that. But... Um, oh, but yeah, I just got back actually today from College Station, which is where I went to school at a for my undergrad. And then I graduated from Sam Houston State University, which is in Huntsville, on the way to like in between College Station and Houston, if you're going that way. So east. Um, but yeah, I just got back from that. Um, I got a motherfucking ring wrap? Girl! You need to explain that because I don't think many people know what that is. I know. Oh, I will. Anyways, because I put it in, I showed it to you guys and I was like, I don't think all of y'all are from out of town. So y'all wouldn't maybe know what that is. I don't know if that's a Southern thing either, but 
essentially when you go to A&M, like the class ring is super important. Like most people say that that's one of the best days besides graduation day. Like it tops graduation day is getting your ring for ring day. That's so wild to me. I know. It's insane. But with that, typically how the tradition goes is that the diamond in the middle of the ring signifies your bachelor's. And then you'll get an enhancer or a ring wrap, which is a row of diamonds on each side for your master's and then your PhD or for just your master's. So it like ad- like it adds to it. Mm-hmm. So that's the tradition. Just you're to bougie. Oh, girl, I was, I was bougie like, oh, as hell. I cried. I cried when my parents because, well, the thing is, like, I'd always thought about one, but genuinely, I never thought we would. I Get never one. thought I would own one. Right. So, yeah, I got a ring wrap, basically, which is. You better wear that thing <sighs> every day. Well, right now I don't have it because it has to be sized. I had to leave it with my grandparents who live in College Station. Um. And they're going to take it to the jewelers to have it sized and soldered and whatnot. So, And then uh, last update. Let me think. I think you only did one update. That you graduated. What? Oh, well, I or are you doing your ring wrap as your second wrap. one? That's my second one, I guess. Um, my third one is... Um, uh, I know. It's hard to do. Yeah, it's actually really hard to do. I know. I Just like, what, what else did you week? do this week? Oh, I thought I had COVID. Oh, yeah. I thought I had but COVID. But you didn't. I didn't. You survived. I survived. Thank God. Because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been so, so terrible. Um, especially with. Because I got sick on Thursday. And I thought I wasn't going to be able to walk yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And the bad thing was, is I was going to be around my grandparents, too. And uh, um, third update. My sister knows how to do nails. And she did my nails. So. And they look so cute. It's giving Barbie. It's giving Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Barbie realness, but Barbie. Barbie pink. So, and now she wants me to, like, now I'm inspired to do my own nails because the way she did it, it was not that hard. So, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I need to do it. And then I can do yours because I know we're nail-obsessed fiends. Oh, my God. Do it. So, but anyways, so those are our three updates. Um, but, yeah, let's get into the book. Um, as you know, every beginning of the episode is spoiler-free, and usually it's only about five minutes, so you should definitely go read the, the actual book so you can stay here longer. Um, I guarantee you'll love it, so it yes. won't be I mean, if you love choice. our stupid voices, then you're going to love the rest of this. So, um, initial thoughts, star rating. I think I already know what your star rating is. I'm a motherfucking five, baby. Five it's out of five. so good. Six it's out of amazing. six. Twelve out of ten. Yes accurate it's so good i yeah i give it a five out of five too i genuinely it really left like it was probably one of the most favorite books that i have listened and slash read in 2022 same same 100 percent. it was one of the first books i listened to when i got back into reading and audiobooks Mm -hmm. and i feel like it just set the bar so high (laughs) Because I loved it so much. Yes. Well, now I'm like, if a book isn't this good, I'm not going to, like, give it five stars. Like, this is the standard now. And (laughs) it's her first book, which is so wild. I know. And it's this good. Well, and it's been, like, collectively a five out of five across the board. So many people love it. It's like, I love this story. And I love how she wrote it. And genuinely... 
I loved the slow burn of this book. Oh my god, yeah. And I'm I'm not one to really like that. I'm kind of impatient a little bit. Like I like the like yearning part of it and having one character be like, "Oh my gosh, I just wish they would just tell me I love them, but they don't. They don't love me." And then the other one is like, "She never loved me. She's too good for me." And then you know, sort of thing. Yeah. I feel like you like that. And I'm kind of at the point sometimes, I guess, that I want that to already happen. Well, sure. But then, but the, but then there's no buildup. And that's what really gets the book, like, the character development and the relationship, you know. Yes. And I think that's a testament to how good this book is that, like, even though it's a slow burn, if you don't like slow burns, you're going to fucking love this book. Yeah. Because and it's also a little it's bit of a so mystery good. too. Because yes. Because there's like a mysterious element. There's you don't know what the big fight was the whole time. Yeah, like the big problem. Like, like what, why they split. What caused it, what happened surrounding it. It's right. a mystery the whole time. Like when I found out, my jaw dropped. I was like, Oh This is gonna sound <laughs> controversial, but I was like, Oh yeah, that's kinda devastating. But I I don't care you need to be together. I thought it was going to be like super drastic. I oh. mean, it was drastic, but like like off the end, like I guess definitely we- not taking it to the to the point that it got to. Yeah. Like the so, issue that it that happened. I, w- I should say there's like two parts to the fight, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And one part, yeah. my jaw dropped. The other part, I felt like I could kind of feel coming. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll have to talk about that later because we don't want any spoilers. Right, right, right. <clears throat> so we follow Percy or Persephone yes. and Sam, who are basically childhood best friends. Yes. Essentially. Uh, and the book follows through. At the very beginning, it's Percy gets a call from Sam's older brother. What's his name? Charlie. Charlie. I don't, why did I want to say John? <laughs> I wanted to say John. Charlie saying that their mother had passed away and so he invites her to the funeral yeah and so percy decides whether or not she should go or not and she does and um as the first even like what chapter we kind of get an illusion of something happened something Mm -hmm. big went down like the reason why they never talked again they didn't talk for 12 years 12 years 12 years 12 years so you know it's something big enough that it divided them that much. Right. So that's a little bit where the story starts. starts. And the rest of that follows suit as she goes to the funeral. And what I think is so interesting about this book is that it goes back and forth. The dual timelines. Right. The dual <laughs> timeline. So every other chapter is kind of like <coughs> in current time. And then it, it'll flash back to when they were kids mm-hmm. one summer. And I like how each chapter is a summer with them like yeah a summer of their childhood and it counts down from the moment where everything went wrong yeah it goes over six summers of their life before they fight Mm -hmm. and then the dual perspective is from the one weekend where sam and percy see each other again yes during the funeral yeah 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 and so what happens is percy when she's like very young, like 13, right? Mm-hmm. Um, her family goes to Barry's Bay, which is in Ontario, Canada? Yes. Somewhere in Canada. It's Anyways. Ontario and Toronto were the big places, but yeah. yeah. 
So her family gets a cabin there, and then she meets the boys next door, Sam and Charlie, mm-hmm. and she becomes inseparable with Sam because they're the same age, and they become best friends, mm-hmm. and you follow their friendship. Yeah, I remember, because I was like, wait, I thought he was younger, but no, he's the same. He no, they're the looked- same age. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they, yeah, they become inseparable with really good friends, and, you and know, the just- story kind of just develops a little bit more from there, mm-hmm. but that's the premise yeah. of what this whole story kind of gets everybody hooked in really mm-hmm. the mystery the why did they break up or not break up but why did they like fight why was there a fight sort of thing mm-hmm. so but okay so if you don't want spoilers stop listening because i need to start diving in to all of my thoughts on this book <laughs> okay so Wait, okay one last thing though one last thing Carly Fortune, the author of this book, announced four days ago that her new book is coming out in May of 2023, and I can't fucking wait. So It's stoked. called Meet Me at the Lake. I want... No. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's called Meet Me at the Lake. I'm and so it's a, excited. It's a separate story, too. Yeah, it's not... Uh, Sham and... Sham. Sham. <laughs> it's not Sam and Percy again. Sham. <laughs> But I love that she wrote what she knew because mm-hmm. she grew up at Barry's Bay. Right. And that's the setting of the book. Right. You always, writers are always told to kind of draw from their past experiences, whether that's in life or, you know, wherever. Dreams. I know a lot of people come, you know, from dreams, but stuff that they've experienced themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, because you get a better, realistic, <laughs> more vivid understanding of everything that they're trying to kind of tell to you, right? So I think she did an amazing, amazing job. And I cannot believe this is her debut novel because it, I fell in love with it. Same. Immediately. So I hope the second one's as good. I, I hope, hope, I hope so too. Uh, but okay, so we're going to get into spoilers now. So click off if you definitely don't want any of those. And let's get into it. The actual the nitty gritty. Yes. So I see that you have a lot of post-it notes. I have so many post-it notes in this Like book. I said, I'm going to let you lead this episode because I want you to get everything out. Yes. Okay. Some of them is just like mundane notes and then others sure. are like specific. <clears throat> so I think part of the reason I love this book so much is because I grew up um, when I was in like my early high school years. Mm-hmm. My mom and stepdad rented a cabin for us for a week each summer and we would drive up north and i just like picture exactly that when i'm thinking about this book so i have such a vivid idea of it so you relate really heavily to it i mean yeah i also i mean who doesn't dream like oh we go to the lake for a week and i find the love of my life have a summer fling every summer for six summers for real like oh it's just so good I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a fantasy in itself. I know. It's my stupid brain. And that's, I would, like, bring books up there and read on the dock. Just like Percy. I was like, I relate so hard to this girl. Oh, my gosh. I Well, it reminds me of, like, my vacations. Because you spent them up on the lake and I spent them at the beach. Because every time we would, when I was 13, we'd go down to the beach in South Padre. Which is, like, a seven-hour, eight-hour mm-hmm. drive from where we are right now. And um, read on the way. Never at the beach, but mm. on the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know if people get car sick. I never did. I don't get car sick either. I read in the I car. Know, yeah, I get. I love it. I think there are times if I'm reading on the screen, sometimes I do get sick. But mm. if it's just a regular book book, I don't. So I always took it like 
really good advantage of those eight hours because nobody would talk to me. Right. Okay. So my first note is how the fuck did she go 12 years without reaching out to him? Bro, after now, after now knowing how it all ended, how did she just was like, I have to cut him out of my life. She, I understand she like panic spiraled, but how do you have that self-control? If the love of my life was out of my life for 12 years, I would never go that long. I just couldn't. Well, she talks about how she's been basically a shell of a person ever since then. I know. I mean, you kind of get that because even the very minimal, like, playtime of her um, friend. Chantel. Chantel, yes. Even kind of alludes to that. Yeah, I she's, mean, like, very no, close off no to people. There's no talking to... Right. There's no talking about her work. There's no talking about the 12 years that have passed. It's literally just in this moment. So, obviously... The way Carly Fortune kind of set this up is that there's no significance within those past 12 years. Even the men that she had been seeing within the past 12 years, yeah. they, they didn't even get like more than a paragraph in the whole text. Which, and I really like how Carly depicted her relationships with other men, mm-hmm. of Persephone's relationships with other men, because she... Div- she like tells us a little bit more later on in the book when Chantel and Percy have a conversation oh my god I'm stuttering today (laughs) (coughs) daddy Um, you have a cough hmm. poor thing uh that like Chantel knows that she like hates what was it french toast or something yes she hates sweet breakfast food yes that's what it is and the guy she was seeing ordered her Her, like french French toast. toast And she didn't even give a shit. She's like, uh, you don't know me, and I don't give a fuck that you don't know me. Like, it didn't matter to fine. her. Knowing yes. that he never took the time to know, like, even her breakfast order, which, for the guys that are listening out there, we do care what you know about our Starbucks order and our breakfast order, like, what we like to eat. All that matters. So, even something as small as that, knowing that she doesn't eat sweets in the morning or very sweet stuff in the morning... She just knew that he didn't have any kind of true interest in her. Yeah. They didn't know each other for real. No. Um, but I think she always kept people at arm's length, too. You know? Yeah. I think she kept all of her past relationships very distant from her. And I think that's also a trauma response to what happened. Well, yeah. Obviously. But, you know. I think that also is indicative of, like, the past 12 years that she really has never gotten over Sam. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? She so. definitely sets it up so that we know, like, this There's was... Been, this was traumatic. This the end-all, be-all. Right. But... You only get one soulmate in life, and that was her. Or that was him. Yeah. Rather. She was like, I know what I lost. I'm not good enough for you. Okay. My first note that I just wrote, mm. my heart. Aw. Um... Oh my god, it's when the when he makes the comments about her bracelet, her friendship bracelet. Oh yeah. And he's like, I want one and she makes him one. Yes. And he's like, uh, I want my colors to be just like yours. Or isn't it like orange like, and silver? Orange and yellow or something. Or, yeah, like something neon. Yeah. Neon colors. And I, I love so cute. how they have the friendship bracelet for years and years and, and then they years. do like, the and then the one time where he, and then the and one swear on it. Yes. And then the one time that she doesn't have it on, he's like, you're not wearing your bracelet. Yes. And, and then Charlie's like, we basically had to wrestle it off of him to wash it. And then he like tied it back on immediately. Like 
can't believe you took it off, Percy. I, I know it's so fucking cute. It gives me all the little it like good feelings. This book gave me such ooey gooey like yes. warm, like melted, just love and oh, it was so cute. I wish, oh. I wish, I, I could have grown up to have somebody like that. Okay, full disclosure. There's going to be, like, more silences this episode because I have to, like, look through my post-its. I don't think I'm going to do post-its anymore. I'm just going to write my notes in a journal. Okay. Because it's so hard for me to remember what I'm talking about if I don't, like, highlight it to hell. Yeah, you got a lot. I mean, but we're also just talking about the book in general going from, like, you know, chronologically. So, but I even really liked, um, I liked immediately she was like yeah whenever they told charlie called her and was like hey oh and like i want you to come to the funeral my mom's past yeah sort of thing well you see how close her and sue are were were in the like early years and Mm -hmm. like almost like she's closer to sue than her own mom sometimes like yeah sue has more real conversations very distant oh my god they were like barely in the book (laughs) I was I like, there's they were, no they were parental like, supervision. They were just so vapid, too, in some instances. Yes, 100%. <sighs> I just felt bad because I was like, oh, Percy. And because Percy's also, she's an only child, too. Yeah. So she didn't have a lot of friends. And remember at the very beginning, they took her to this cabin because she was having issues with the girls. Yeah. At, in middle at school. Or high school, yeah. Wasn't she basically being bullied, essentially? Yeah, like yeah they she like wanted to watch a scary movie with her friends and so they watched one and one of her friends peed her pants because she was so scared and then they just cut her off they were like bye bitch we're not friends with you anymore you're fucking weird and then she cut her hair to look like her friend and it like was a disaster yes and then her cousin her cousin was also really i loved her cousin what cousin the cousin Delilah's cousin? Delilah. Hers was her co- is her cousin. Delilah's not. Delilah is her cousin. Percy's cousin. Yeah. Delilah is her cousin. No. Yes, she is. Why do you think that? Because it said it in the no. book. I remember. Percy starts dating Delilah's cousin, Mason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see my face. It literally just glazed over. <laughs> It was like empty eyes. <laughs> you were like, what? Wait. Yeah. No. I thought they were still cousins too. No, they're not cousins. That'd be weird. Cousins dating cousins then. Nope. Uh, well, no, you. Well, Percy starts dating Delilah's cousin. Cousin, yeah. Okay. Nope. They're just friends. Really good friends? And then become enemies and then friends again. Well, yeah, because of Percy. <laughs> yeah. Delilah's not a great. Oh, she wasn't she wasn't the greatest but she was always there she, as she got older she got so much better oh my god yeah she was this like she's your friend whenever you're growing up in like middle school that's so boy crazy and so oh my god so boy into crazy. what she looks like and dressing for guys attention and dressing to because you're like oh my god the boys are gonna be there so mm-hmm. you know sort of thing yeah but anyways we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves but Percy goes obviously to the to the lake house, and then that's where she meets Sam because she sees them running off the their dock. Yeah, they're jumping, jumping off into the, their into their raft, the and then um, they like start swimming together, and then 
he comes over charlie comes over and he's like hey basically pawning sam off because he wants to have his friends over yeah and he's like hey can you like watch sam and hang out with my little brother sam's like he's not gonna watch me (laughs) it's like i'm not a baby yeah i'm not a baby and that's whenever they like hang out Mm -hmm. and that's when that's when he makes the friendship friendship bracelet yeah so it's very very early on yes it's so too it is so freaking cute and then after that they like hang out literally every day swimming and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like all that stuff they're like you can use our raft if you want to yeah we're like okay so freaking precious but then charlie the entire time is kind of like okay some of his comments made me icky but also at the same time like i hate the fact that in the entire time i was listening to the book that i'd be like that's just charlie like i hate that though because we should never be like that's just whoever it is like that's how they are you know what i mean yeah those comments were some of them ended up being a little uh across the line i would say oh 100 percent, especially so young yeah with him being really yeah well both because charlie's two years older than them right yeah two or three something yeah. like that so he says like stuff to her when she's super young yeah and i was like charlie but it shows the juxtaposition of how forward charlie is you know because one of sam's problems is he's hesitant and just assumes she's gonna be there and like didn't want to rush things didn't want to ask for what he wanted and charlie Mm -hmm. was like up front being like look i'm into you even if like it was joking in the beginning in the beginning you know right so right. I think it was always joking because I think he like appreciated. He always thought Percy obviously was beautiful, but I don't think he really ever wanted more than that. He, I don't know. I have mixed I feelings got that. on it. I, I have got mixed that. feelings on it. I got it at the very end that like, I don't know. I don't think it obviously it wouldn't be the way the same relationship that he she would have with Sam mm-hmm. that deep deeper connection yeah even, it, even though she knew him for as long mm-hmm. but, but they weren't as close for the whole time no they weren't i think in the beginnings more so it was joking and then it obviously got serious and then it went back to like their friends because right. he was like i know you and my brother belong together so i'm gonna call you and make you come to the funeral so you guys can finally get back together because i'm tired of this shit yeah he needs you he's so blunt about it and i'm like thank I fucking you. god because Charlie somebody that is shit along because sam was being way too fucking i don't know pushover he really is i mean and a part of me likes that he is gentle like of course he is that way but i think again carly fortune really did a really great job of making him very dimensional in character Mm -hmm. because he is soft and spoken but he does know that like he's like well i do want to be a cardiologist or i want to go to medical school and i want you to be in my life and stuff but i don't think he knows how to obviously voice that all the time Mm -hmm. which is what happens is the main conflict in the book as we come to like find out yeah but anyways what do your tabbies say oh well my next tab is like it jumps to from that first chapter about them at the lake and then Mm -hmm. it's now and she goes up there to the funeral and mm-hmm. she sees Sam for the first time, and he says, you came home. Stop it. That is, like, the first thing he says to her. I know. I was like, huh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> what, what page is that? Uh, 48. I love In 48 pages, I'm already so emotionally invested in these characters, and I, I know. hate it. It took two seconds for me to. It's, it's like watching K-dramas. Uh, <laughs> 
You've never watched a K-drama, but no. anybody out there, if they, you have, you know exactly what I mean. It We're, says, we stand there staring at each other silently, and he takes three giant strides toward me, towards me and wraps his arms around me so tight. Uh, and then <laughs> the first thing he says, you came home. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fictional men. There's nothing freaking no, better. No, 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 no. Correction. Men written by women. Yes. Men written by women. I mean, so true. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking true. Uh, sadly. Uh, and then, the, like, the very next page. Um, <laughs> I can just see you reading. I know. I freaking hate that I did this, honestly. Don't you live and you learn. You live and you learn. My note is I love getting older and this perk for sure. A man. Oh, because men... I swear to God, people get so much more attractive, like, as they get older. People are always like, oh, like, when you're young, you're, like, so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, so many people get more attractive when they're older, and they're so much more sure of themselves. I quickly learned that that is such a false statement because you're right. I think women age very gracefully into, you know, into your 20s, into your late 20s, into your early 30s. And you're right. I think you really figure out who the heck you want to be and who you want to be perceived as from other people and you don't give a shit how other people are going to take you because this is just who you are yeah and i feel like it's like you know in your younger years or your younger 20s you're still kind of trying to develop where the hell you fit in this world yeah and that obviously plays into the main conflict of this is like the insecurity of being young right right and not you know, the insecurity of being young, being naive. <clears throat> but I also feel like, you know, that's another thing that we should think about is that or that I thought about from this book is that even though you're young, some young people know what they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they know that who they want to be with. I mean, you could just tell from this whole relationship building that they're meant to be together. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also important to know that even though somebody's age or somebody's age shouldn't be a true definition of what somebody wants or what they think that they want. Of course, there's always like markers where you need to, or flags that you need to, you know, raise if it's something that's not a good thing to do or somebody's, you know, moving too fast. And they talk about it even in the book too. Yeah. Where they're moving too fast. You're like, maybe you should slow down Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little bit sort of thing. And, you know, but I really think, Carly Fortune did such a good job of, like, describing young love and young love in major life milestones. Yeah. As they grow up. You know. As they're, like, maturing a little bit more and more. Yeah. Remember the awkward conversations because he's like, do you get your period? And she's like, yes. And then what the hell? She's like, like, do you have wet dreams? Yeah. (laughs) He's like, it's not a gross thing. Like, it's because he. I wish a man would be like, oh my God, it's not a gross thing. Because he reads textbooks and stuff. Because he wants to be a doctor. And so he's like, it's not weird. And then he's like, well, do you have wet dreams? I was like, the honesty. (laughs) The honesty. Like, no, no barriers. I was. Well, they've been friends for I don't know however long. Well, no, but they talk about that like the first summer almost, maybe the second. I think it's a. I think it's the third. Is it? I don't know. Because they're three. But I think I have a note on it somewhere in here. They're thirteen years 
at first, and she doesn't start until she's 16. What do you mean she doesn't start? She doesn't have her period until she's 16. Oh. So it's about three years. I don't freaking know, man. It's hard to remember where (laughs) things happen. It's funny because you listened to it and you read it. I know, but I can't keep track perfectly. This is the chapter that this happened (laughs) in. Good God. (laughs) You're the one with the photographic memory. Semi. Whatever. Semi photographic. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) My next note that I didn't even say anything about before was their ice cream flavors, right? Like, yes. Well, first off, we should totally do a picture of us with, like, their little ice cream flavors. I think that'd be so cute. Dibs on not having cotton candy. No, I fucking hate (laughs) cotton candy. I was going to say, my note is cotton candy ice cream is absolutely repulsive. And See, also, this is the type of innocent element I want in a book. I know. This is the type. Not unicorn socks. Yeah. And pink poke or green polka dotted underwear. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Um, but cotton candy ice cream, like that's a cute like little indulgence. Yes, it's gross. But at the same time, we get it. Well, and the way they do it is like, so we're first introduced to it now, not back then. And it's because mm-hmm. they, the first night they're together, they're like, let's go get ice cream like we used 13. to. Yeah, they're Back 13. when they start, yeah. Right, when they first get the ice cream. Yeah. So, they, obviously, those are, like, their original flavors from right. childhood. But I was like, it's getting sexual right off the bat because he licks <laughs> the fuck out of her ice cream cone and her <laughs> jaw drops. And I'm like, She's like, did you really just do that? Yes. I think, I think he does it out of automation, right? Like, it's, like, just out of natural... Because that's what he used to always do. Yeah. It was just out of habit, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. It's and fucking she's cute. like, this doesn't have the same effect as it was when we were 13. Mm. <laughs> a little bit better, but keep going. <laughs> uh, okay. What's my next note? It says, it, it, um, it loud- <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Y'all Tori's having a stroke. I'm struggling today. <laughs> illegible handwriting oh no that's what he says or i wrote oh my frick Uh, i said he never pressures her and reassures her and holds her hand and what am i referring to i don't fucking know what part i'm referring to because i had to read the fucking this i am never doing sticky notes again i am i'm lost in my own thoughts i'm like i don't know what this means cool (laughs) you're like out of context you have no idea you're like what the hell that's what i'm talking about when you go cliff diving (laughs) i just (laughs) i also partially cover like what i'm referring to with the sticky note so i can like remember where but then i after whatever anyways they're talking they go cliff diving when delilah comes with her to visit for a summer Uh uh after her and delilah become friends again and this is when, De- like, right. Delilah's because all, like, Because Delilah was, crazy. at first was in the group where they shunned her. Right. And then they're like, okay, we're actually, friends again. we become friends again, yeah. And Percy brings her to the cabin, and she, like, immediately regrets it because she she's, like, showing hitting. off to the boys. Yeah, she's a pick-me-girl. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. But she gets better. She does. She does. She gets better. But, uh, it, again, I think that it captures really, like, when you're young like that. Oh, my God, yeah. you're just yeah. trying to show off and be noticed. Mm-hmm. I had people 
you know, when I was growing up, who were kind of like that, that I had friends. We all and do. I think we all did it at least oh once. Oh my gosh, yeah. Every like, once in a while. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. You You're know. like, I'm hot too, right? Yeah, like, come on. You know. It's like that wanting to be validated. But then she's like, I just can't wait for Delilah to, le- Delilah to leave. So I have Sam all to myself. I know. But they go cliff diving and she's like terrified. She's like, absolutely not. She does it once. She, she does it once. once with Sam. They oh, hold she, hands she, she, as they she, go down. Because he's like, you don't have to go. It's really high up. Like, it's fine. It's okay. She's like, I'm going to do it. And then like, he stays with her with the, for the rest of the day. Like, he doesn't, like, Yeah, force her to her. do anything. Yep. He's <sighs> always so. I would marry Sam in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> same. <laughs> no hesitation. No. Sight unseen. Okay, now I have Sight eight. Sight unseen. Um, I have a post-it note with literally no note on it, just marking. And probably it was a uh, paragraph you really liked. Let's see. What am I fucking reading? I'm currently looking at Tori right now, and I think there's only like a third of the book. Not even. Not even a a third. An eighth eighth of the book. So she's. I made so many notes because I just love every fucking part of it. I'm like so ridiculous for this book. I know. Um, which is not a bad thing. You can just be ridiculous for a book at any time. I wonder if there, you know, it's going to be interesting to see at the very end of this year, we should do like a uh, comparison of all the books that we read and like rank them. I'm down to rank them. And you know what's going to be my number one? This one. This one. (laughs) I don't even have to wonder. You don't know. We still got five months. I mean, true. But I really can't imagine anything beating this. I just love it too much. I do love things we never got over, but there's so much like wrong with that book. <laughs> I can't wait till we talk about that one. But anyways, my next one was that he pays attention to her hair a lot. Like when she's always touching it, the way she cuts it, because it's always like cut so differently like, every summer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just love when men notice the little things. It's the hottest thing in the fucking world. I know. And I need more of it. You and just need more Sam. I just need more Sam. I know. A Sam fan club okay on page 79 that's when we get to the periods and wet dreams (laughs) part i was like this part makes me cringe so hard but it's like so innocent and honest that i just kind of love the conversation because again when you're that when you're that age you can't really dance around those topics and also it just shows the curiosity between each other during those like developmental stages right the curiosity but also like the trust that they can have those conversations and they know like you're my friend you're not gonna right i think it's funny because sam just says it because like it's not weird and then she's like okay it's like me asking you this and he's like okay yeah i get it now i get it still i love it i know I, I can never thought I I'd say I love a conversation like that. This book made me want to make pierogies, though. A pierogies. We got to go back to the farmer's market and get pierogies. For sure. And the cabbage. My next one. This posted is actually fucking helpful. Thank you, me for once. <laughs> I said I love that his friends are so nice to her. Um, because mm. she meets his friends for the first time one yeah. summer. And they already know, like, all about her. <laughs> And they like stand up and shake her hand. They're like, "Hey, Percy, oh God, it's so nice Percy. to meet you. We've heard about you." And it's Sam just, like, literally so won't shut up about you. And then um, she brought him a present. Mm-hmm. What it is, I can't fucking. It's remember. a game. 
Is it a game? It's oh, a it's game. Operation, right? It's, I think it's Operation. Oh, no, that's a Christmas present one time. Isn't it? No, it's not. I think. It? Yes, it, it, it Fuck, is. Fuck, I can't like, remember. I'm losing my mind. gift. You have the book open. I'm losing my fucking marbles, bro. <laughs> Over Sam. Kissing. I know it's too early and I'm going to ask, but just so we what? know. Where, like, think about where he's going to be on the book boyfriend list. Number one, babe. I, I, I know, but. He's my only book but. boyfriend. <laughs> I shouldn't say only book boyfriend because things we never got over. I have oh, a book boyfriend in there, but it's not as good as Sam. Right, right. Not as good as Sam. Okay. So okay. what else? Next, next is a- another honesty moment. What is it about? Let's read, shall we? <laughs> I fucking hate myself right now. Um, uh, another honesty moment. Yeah. Skip to the middle of the book because we don't have to go line by line. Oof, I know. I, I just want to make sure I, like, talk about all my favorite parts, and it's hard because I have so many. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, even if you remember a part, right, True. at the end, we can always go and talk about True. it. True. One thing I noticed was um, I fucking want his perspective so bad in this book. Oh, yeah. I wish so bad it was dual perspective. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that is one thing. But she does I it didn't, right. I was about I mean, to say, I was like, she did it really well. Like, I feel like I still knew Sam from yeah. who he was and, like, his distinct mindset. And honestly, like, we could even predict, like, what he was going to do. Like, yeah. or what decisions he was going to make or what he was going to say to Percy when she did certain actions or she did X, Y, Z. Yeah, I feel so, like I wasn't left, like, wanting more at the end. Like, I was mm-hmm. so happy with it. But just because I'm selfish and want more Sam and Percy content... I was like, I right. wish I had his perspective. But again, remember whenever <clears throat> I told you, you know, last week when we were talking about the whether or not the love hypothesis had it been written by somebody who is more experienced in writing rather than it being a hobby. I think it would have developed in a way how Carly Fortune did it mm-hmm. because, yes, the love hypothesis was good, but this this is where all like the loose ends are tied up yes you know everything is neat everything is ironed out everything has a purpose in in really good ways too like right full-fledged like filled out i'm like trying to think of the right right wording for it but it's completely flushed out flushed out right exactly all the info is completely planned out it's everything has a meaning and everything is purposeful in the yeah. book. Like what they say to each other, what you know, the entire plot has a reason and the details have reasoning and purpose and what they play into and those little small things like, you know, their ice cream flavors or him never taking off his bracelet or mm-hmm. always remembering what she looks like and just getting the best gifts for each other. That really just shows that you really know a person really well. Yeah. What did he get her again? He got her something. Um, a picture of them at the lake. Stop. Together. And <laughs> he had he had the same one in his room, so they would both have the same one. Um, okay. Next comment is how the fuck did she think he would be single if he's a hot doctor who's <laughs> as nice as he fucking is. Oh, Taylor? Yes, his yeah. girlfriend Taylor. Of I just two thought years. it was so hilarious that she was a lawyer. Like, that's such a trope. But yeah, li- like lawyers are stuck up and square and they're a very like go 
business oriented business focused Mm -hmm. individual they're very structured yeah and they're always used to show how like like normal the other right because they're extreme like oh i'm clumsy and normal and like not as beautiful and together as the lawyer she's just she's like i'm the homegrown like girl next door yeah sort of thing and it kind of emphasizes that you start rooting for the underdog quote unquote well of course yeah and it's just funny because that is a trope for sure like you said you need that you have to have that antithesis to highlight your protagonist drive home the point right exactly i'm also drinking coffee so if you hear clinking and it's actually almost it's 8 30 at night yeah you're a freak i'll just take melatonin and it's fine we'll be fine (laughs) i love that they have such a like chemistry even though he's like dating someone mm-hmm. and um oh i know i was like, they, like taylor's gonna be gone <laughs> they get freaking drunk together their first night too I after he just keeps pouring whiskey into her thing and i, I just, know i'm yes. like i love this man like I'm ply her it. with the alcohol until she confesses her fucking love for you and then she gets all giggly and i just can't yeah and they're laughing like, Percy. together and stuff and then taylor drives them home <laughs> And it's so awkward. She's like, you guys make such a cute couple. Bye. Literally. She drops her off at the hotel, right? Oh, my God. Ugh. I honestly, the next morning, I did not expect for him to show up. To show up. With, yeah. With a fucking croissant. And coffee. Coffee. And to say, let's go swim. Yeah. He was just like, it's like while they were in the car yesterday but with him and taylor and she was like man i fucked up dude i shouldn't be here and just waiting to like you know for the funeral to come around and so that way she can leave and then he shows up and knocks on her door bright and early with breakfast in hand he's like come on i've had plans i've i've been planning this all all night so let's go and i'm like <laughs> won't taylor find out but i was also like screw taylor <laughs> i know well thankfully we eventually find out that they broke up and they're like kind of on and off right now right but they had been on and off yeah and so they like were sort of back together but not Mm -hmm. really and then he broke up with her tell me why i immediately i don't think she has does she have blonde hair yeah i think so okay she's like what i envisioned an all white outfit okay what i imagined she looked like was rosalie from fucking twilight fuck (laughs) up maddie how is that what you freaking picture uh because rosalie was a bitch i picture with a purpose um uh not that fucking hell not that percy was bella (laughs) oh no don't ruin my life like that Maddie, I'm really actually fucking mad at you now. Why did you say that? It's Sam, it's Edward. Shut the actual fuck up. I'm so livid. I'm fucking livid. Charlie is Jacob. Bitch, I will kill you. I'm so angry. Shut up. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Have you seen Vampire Diaries? Yes. (laughs) I pictured. No. Oh. Lexi, Stefan's best friend, who, like, helped him not be a ripper. Lexi, she's blonde hair. Why does. I can't. I I think she's in the after movies. I know who she is. I just cannot 
picture her. She has like super long blonde hair. But in the after movies, she cut it like really short. And I picture her to look like that. Mm. You should Google it. Okay. So that you can see. Because I think you would agree with me. That looks like exactly what you're thinking. I mean, I'm going to keep it as Rosalie. (laughs) No, not allowed. Rosalie lookalike. But like, that's what I pictured. That actress. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Not Rosalie. (laughs) I hate you so much, though. It's not okay. Because Percy has red hair. I thought it was brown. I thought it was red. Like, ready brown. Like, ruddy. Brownie red. (laughs) Like, ruddy. (laughs) I'm done with you. We're not even through the book. I'm done. (laughs) I know. But she's, yeah, she's brown hair. She's, like, dark haired or whatever and brown eyes. Like, something very typical. Not typical, but more common, like, features sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, anyways. Next tabby. Okay. <clears throat> next tabby i like went a long ways between chapters. oh my gosh <laughs> i know like almost a whole chapter without a tab because i think i just got too into reading and then i forgot right. to like make my notes and stuff but let's see tori read this and cried to it on a weekday yeah it was like 2 a.m and i was like no, crying was so before good. i fell asleep i, I was like her, it's I, even better I than texted I her good night and i was like hey good night i'll see you later like i'll see you tomorrow because we had plans to go work out and she's like okay good night and then i get a text at like 2 27 a.m two and a half hours later i just finished the book and it's so good i'm crying right now oh i literally <laughs> was laying in my bed like what is my life it's not this good the best 2 a.m thoughts to have yeah depression depression over a book totally the best thoughts to have at 2 a.m it's just a book hangover it's okay oh true it happens it happens okay here's a good part okay um they're gonna go swimming after he's taking her for a run right he wants to teach her how to run Mm -hmm. and (laughs) this is back when they're younger again right and after the run, they go straight to the lake, and she, Percy, like, strips off her clothes and is, like, jumping in in just, like, her underwear mm-hmm. and no bra or top or anything because they were obviously just running. And Sam's like, you have to turn, turn around. around. It's my body's reaction. I can't help <laughs> it. Like, literally, the honesty between them shocks me every freaking time. It's really the honesty of Sam. Because Sam True. initiates a lot of it. He's like, you're going to have to turn around. In, in those aspects, yes. Right. right. In, yeah. in the actual, like, pushing along the relationship, like, Percy mm-hmm. is, like, usually the one who's a little bit more forward about, like, I don't like Mason, even though she's dating him. Like, babe. I like someone else. But we've all been there. We've all been, we've all dated a person that we really didn't, didn't actually like, like. Yeah. And, uh, so I liked Percy that. Percy always I mean, is like, kiss me, have sex with me, do something. I need you to touch me. And <laughs> Sam is like, what? so nervous. Like, Sam can oh. be honest in these aspects, but then he can't be honest when he's like, yeah, I want to fucking like shove my tongue down your throat right now. That's true. That's Anyways. true. I mean, you make Anyways. a fair point. You make a fair point. What else are my notes? Let me look. Oh, yeah, and then she decides to swim across the lake. Yes, because running is not her thing. Running yes. is Sam's thing. Which I love that when she swims across it, he's so, so freaking proud of her. And he's so worried Yes, beforehand. He has like, nightmares. He that he won't be able to save her. I know. I'm getting 
tears in my eyes because I just can't. Oh my god. So fucking cute. Uh, I just can I can only wish and pray that I get a man. Pray to the universe, whoever it be. Whoever um, it be. That I get somebody that that concerned. And and he tries so hard to keep it like hidden and wrapped up and he's like you can do it i promise but i'm gonna be here every step of the way so if you get tired it's gonna be okay you don't have to do it all in one go okay mm-hmm. and like oh my like, stop that's so sweet and the entire time and then at the end whenever he like she like is so tired and collapses onto the beach and yeah. like she can't do anymore and he's he like, just lays he's next like, to okay? her he's like percy are you okay talk to me like are you all right and he, she's like ah, tired Good job. And then he lays <laughs> next to her. And then he's like, "You did so good." He's like, it's "I so didn't even freaking think, cute." He's like, "I didn't even think I knew you could do it, but I, like seeing you do it was something like completely different." Yeah. And I was like, "Shut up!" It's giving me all the fucking butterflies. I cry. <laughs> Shut I'm up! Like over here, just having a cry fest. Ugh, it's just so good. <laughs> just, just tears, immediate tears. But and then and then after that. <laughs> So next, Sam goes, or yeah, Sam goes to their place for New Year's, and they do like a fondue night. It's almost like a double date because it's just Percy, mm-hmm. Sam, and her parents. And I just, I don't understand how like he doesn't realize how much she likes him. Well, I mean, the same can be said for Percy. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say the same thing for Percy because Percy sometimes she never she double guesses on the actions that he's taken towards her and then she double guesses on whether or not he will reciprocate the actions that she wants to do to him yeah true because she is the one whenever they're laying in bed your favorite scene when she watches the scary movie when she watches the scary oh, yeah, movie yeah, by yeah. herself. Yeah. And she gets so freaked out because her parents are out of town. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time that she ever got to be, like, home by herself. Yeah. And um, she watches the scary movie. And then and she, she goes over it. Because it was, like, storming or something. I don't know if it was storming. It was just scary. No, outside. it was storming, too. It was? Yeah. Okay. And so she gets freaked out. And she's like, can I come over? <laughs> she's like, I know this is so stupid. And I know I did this to myself. But can you? Can I please come over because I watched a scary movie and now I can't sleep. That is me to fucking tea. Okay, like, true. I was like, I can't. I have to watch like things about ghosts or anything like during the broad daylight. I can't which watch gives it me at enough all. Time to forget about it. Forget about it and also to watch something happier. Yeah, <laughs> true. So that's me. But are we at that point? No, not yet. Oh we still got some time, baby. Girl, you are real. I can't. It's the part where she starts to date Mason. Oh, yeah. So it's important because it Sam's like, I bet he likes you. And she's like, meh, I like someone else more. And he's like, oh, well, I bet he's interested. And she's like, I don't know. And then he's interested. And then they start seeing each other. Like they go to his hockey games. Delilah and Percy go to Mason's hockey games. Yeah, and, and Mason's like just like a nice guy. Yeah, he's like super sweet. He like gets her jewelry, and he's like, "I hope you'll be my girlfriend. Like, I really like you." Yeah, doesn't pressure her either Mm-mm. for the most part. For the most part, I mean, there's a little bit at the end, just when he gets kind of possessive over her, 
when, Wait, he when they're sees all with Sam. The friends or, yeah. 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 And all he really does is like pulls her onto his lap, lap which right. is normal for like someone if you like them. But when the guy you actually like is sitting across from you, like your boyfriend can fucking tell yeah. that you like yeah. him. Whenever at that little party that they are going to have. Yeah. When yeah. Delilah and Mason and Delilah's boyfriend came up to the Patel. cottage. Yeah. Patel. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, you, and they were all hanging out after her shift, and oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. And I love that she worked at the the freaking restaurant. Yeah, it just shows how close they wanted to be all the time, and they couldn't. And they didn't have to be talking. Like that's the thing. It's like they just wanted to be in each other's presence. Yeah, more than anything. And I love Sue. Oh, Sue's the best. Soul. God bless her soul, and she's fictional. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this book is just so fucking good. It's got a lot of good parts in it, for sure. It's just got a lot of parts that just make you transport yourself back to simpler times. I mean, where your biggest worry was whether or not the guy that's really not into you or the the guy that you're really not into is going to be upset that you don't want to be together anymore. Mm. I wish. Now that I'm obviously, like, older, sometimes I wish for those simpler times that I was just stressed out about that. Like, something that small. Yeah. Not small, but something that didn't have as much impact. <laughs> on your life. Yeah. Right. Right. <clears throat> like, you know, am I going to have enough money pay rent this week? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> am I going to? I'm poor right now. I cannot go out to eat, so True. I must eat something. You know, stuff like that. Okay. Changing notes on that. Uh, <laughs> I made a note of... um. That I love how each time it switches from, like, back then and now, mm-hmm. I was, I noted, like, I'm sad because I want that part to keep going, mm-hmm. but I'm also excited because now we're, like, flashing forward or whatever, and then it happens each time, and then you forget, and then you're, like, sad again, and I just feel like that shows how good of a writer she is because you get mm. so sucked into that timeline, and then you're, like, bummed that it's over, but now you're excited about this timeline, too, and it's right. just, like... The, the you like never are bored in this book no ever i yeah i was my intention was grabbed from the very big like from the get-go and i feel like the way she switches it up makes it just more interesting makes you want to read it faster i mean so you can i always find run out into more. that problem whenever i'm reading multiple point of views i always get upset because it's like you know for instance the romance of two characters is like progressing in one in one person's point of view mm-hmm. and of course the next chapter is it's the other not person the per- no it's somebody completely different so like in six of crows right oh in six of crows there's five. Oh my god there's that's five a lot to keep track of actually six but um yeah there's like five different point of views and it's never the person you want it to be afterwards yeah of you're course like, damn it and then i don't know if anybody else does this i'm sure they do and you're like look and you uh, go back and forth and see how many like chapters it's gonna be until you get to like the next person oh or my to back back to their point of view yeah. or at least to like you know the person who they were talking about the point of view sort of that's thing. gnarly that's too much oh no I love it it's like a like love hate relationship but more like <laughs> <laughs> more like because, I mean obviously you're I'm disappointed whenever I'm like no but you know it's gonna happen yeah and the other people's the other characters' point of views that are filling You're in between. You're excited to read those, too. I mean, yes. But you're like, damn it. And then 
actually I get disappointed and I'm like, oh, I don't want to read this. And then I start reading. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I read that. <laughs> right. Yes. It's exactly. Like, Wait, I love those fairy characters too. So anyways. Okay. Next tabby. Girl, you got to get these tabbies. We got to. I fucking know, man. We got to do the rapid fire. I'm driving myself nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Living you learn, you know? You live and learn. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm going. You're scary through. What's one? What scene are you on right are right now in the book? Or um, what page are you on right now? What are they doing? That's a question. <laughs> okay, I'm at the scene where she, as an adult, is trying to swim across the lake. And then and she like, like cramps he, like, up. Saves her. Yes, pulls he, her like, in the boat. Saves her. And then he's she's like. all wet and like fell on top of him, and he like touches her ass, and I'm like, give it to me, good. <laughs> I Toy. fucking live for the sexual tension. I can tell. <laughs> it's just so good. Meanwhile, I'm just here that they're like, he's ever taking his bracelet off. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> So this is where it gets good, right? She gets a cramp, and then he mm-hmm. starts massaging her leg, yes. and he, like, slowly works his way up um, higher. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I know. Because you're like, Sam, what are you doing? But also, like, Sam, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Keep going. And the eye contact between mm-hmm. the two of them. It's just, like, she's so good at describing. And then Charlie shows up. Oh, yeah, and he yells. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was like, she's so good at describing, like, the tension, just, like, the eye contact on the brain. <laughs> and then Charlie shows up and yells for that. He's like, hey, come inside. Yeah. <laughs> cut you off and Charlie shows up <laughs> oh Christ uh, okay next tabby I'm going quick I'm going quick I promise I promise I promise it's okay I know you got a lot of tabbies what else um <laughs> oh yeah when she I said I just love this scene and this whole chapter so that's fucking vague as shit <laughs> The she's doing her second swim and Mason calls to like wish her luck or whatever mm-hmm. when Sam is there. Yes. Or Does whatever. He, he doesn't pick it up, does he? he no. He does pick it up. Oh no. Maybe I he did. He, he did pick it up, yeah. I think he does. And he's like, Who's this? He's like, It's Sam. Sam. <laughs> okay, now we're to the part where she watches the fucking movie finally. Okay. The Blair Witch this Project. Is, she watched the Blair, yes, Blair Witch Project. That's and it's, the movie. She, like, goes and locks all the doors and checks all the, like, scary hiding spots. Uh-huh. And then it's storming. And then she freaks out and calls Sam and is like, I need you to come get me. I'm freaking out. And he walks over with an umbrella and, like, holds her nice and tight to her because she gets scared when it thunders and lightnings. And it's so fucking cute. And I'm dying. And she brought over, like, PJs. And he's like, that's what you wear for pajamas? Like, what the fuck? And she's like, can I sleep in your bed? Because I'm scared to sleep alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Percy, we know. We know what you're doing, babe. Oh I gosh. literally just have my post-it note. And it just says, bitch, in capital letters. <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> I'm so fucking dead. And it's because... Um, 
they're talking about the pajamas and he's like i can like see down your shirt he's and like, then she's like well stop, stop looking oh and then he wears his pj like full on his, pjs because his winter pjs because he wants to be respectful and it's also in the middle of summer yeah she's like just take your shirt off he's like okay <laughs> oh okay what's the next part oh i said this chapter fucking i hate myself for this it's because I was too into the book to, like, take two seconds to write down, like, a full sentence. I was just like, I need to read more. I need to read more. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about, uh, like, how he kissed that girl at the dance or whatever. And, tr- and Percy's, yes, like, because, so upset. Because they start having a conversation about how they have, they've seen other people. Yeah. Like, have you been with another person? Do you like another girl? Those conversations and those, those, you know, talks. Yeah. And, it, and it's dark, you know. They're literally laying in bed, in bed. like, face to face. But then this part where he's, where she's like, I'd rather make out with someone else. And then he goes, who? And she goes, don't make me tell you. And he's like, And he's like, please tell me. And then she goes, I'd rather kiss you. And I literally lose my fucking shit. I, I'm like reliving this again for a third time, and it's making me so fucking happy. It's unreal. I love yeah. it so fucking much. I know. And again, I think that's that's a good indication of how young they are, because you do at at that age you have to have somebody tell you like, yes, it's you. Like I remember doing that with. Guy, like whenever I was dating guys in middle school and that really middle school love and like early early high school where you're like say it like just say that it's you like that it's me or like yeah that it's you you know sort of thing and I just really resonated that part resonates a lot with me of calling each other at night well not them they're there like with them with each other at night but you know, calling or texting your boyfriend or whoever that you had a crush on and saying, yes, like, and I like, like somebody, but I yes. like me back. Yes. Like, oh, my it? God. So you know, true. It just gives me that that nostalgia. That's yes. why I loved it so much because I did that as a kid. Yeah, 100%. I mean, everybody does. But I know, but you know, that's such a good point. And, like, under, like, the covers and you're texting and stuff. Yes! Yeah. Oh, my God. Or, like, right before vacation. I don't know why. Mine always happened, like, right before what vacation. What the hell? Like, I would be, like, you know, summer vacation. You have the the guy that you thought it was cute in a class or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> or Facebook. Oh, my God. <laughs> AIM. Uh, yeah, no. AIM. AIM. Instant message AIM. Oh, that... That or, was the um, shit. Do you remember whenever you would sign yearbooks and you'd be hags? Yeah. Hags. And you or, always hoped for a hot, steamy message from I your gosh. You go, you I just saw TikTok and I was like fucking up to your high school crush. She's like, yeah. Oh, high school crush. She's like, Can you sign my yearbook? He's like, Yeah. And she's like waiting and she's all nervous and she gets it back and she opens it and it says hags in the worst handwriting. Ever. Yes. And then she's all like, Well, okay. <laughs> Disappointment. Yes. Okay, so then they start kissing in his bed, and I'm deceased. I'm deceased. Deceased. This is honestly, like, I think my favorite part of the whole book. Like, even better than when they're older and they, like, get back together. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I feel like this tension is building, like, for so much longer of the book, Mm -hmm. even if it's, like, the timeline is technically less. 
because we just see so much of it progress more you know what i mean right because this is over years and this is like the very first like this is their first real i guess admittance of each other's feelings oh my gosh yeah like outward admittance like yeah i like you yeah i'd rather kiss you i think they're like 17 when they finally when they finally kiss yeah yeah they start dating yeah so it took a long time for them to like work up to this Mm -hmm. it's like several summers Mm -hmm. four it's gnarly i don't have that (laughs) self-restraint they handled it a lot better than i would have i can't but you're not percy true they're both shy yeah, but shy, shy little babies. Shy boy. Well, and then they have to stop because they're getting carried away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they obviously wake up in Sam's bed the next morning and they have to go downstairs and, and say hi Sam to Sue. Like, Sue's like, where did she sleep? In my bed. <laughs> He's, He's so like, honest. He just, like, He's so honest. I fucking love it. Even with his mom. Honest to a fault. How? He's just... <laughs> I mean, honest to a fault in the sense, like, babe, like, you didn't have to tell your mom that she slept in the bed. No, but that's so cool. Like, it's cute. If you're that it. honest with your parent, I love that. And Sue is yeah, literally the true. coolest. She's like, okay, well, that won't happen again. But I want to make sure that you guys are safe, whether it's together or with other people. Like, mm-hmm. she's so real about it. Yeah. And that only happens because Sam's honest with his mom and they have that relationship. And that's what every parent should fucking strive for is the honesty. I have feelings about this. A- <laughs> Are you on your soapbox? I am. <sighs> that's fine. Okay. So <laughs> My last note else? on that is this chapter was a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? I'm also like delusionally tired when I write some of these. Like, a little bit. Oh, my next note is just yes, yes, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really, really informative, good. Tori. I'm really great. I'm so great for myself. Meanwhile, Charlie, the entire time, he's having different girlfriends. Oh, like, yeah. You know. So many they're different always, girlfriends. They're always very immature, very... I Well, not immature. Oh, yeah. I guess immature. Very vapid. Well, very he's not deep with any of them. They don't no, last very not. long. No, they don't. He's kind of like a ladies' man sort of thing just gets together with them to for what they look like never their personality sort of thing so so my yes 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 is about sam telling percy that he broke up with taylor literally right after they dropped her off he was like like, i dumped her ass dude he's like look i know what's going on and i'm not gonna fuck this up (laughs) she's gone babe yeah i dumped her ass whenever i saw you and i bought bought you breakfast you good you good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like i didn't even want her here just kidding <laughs> but then she shows up for the funeral part she does but he, remember he said that that's fine but after that she's gotta leave yeah which i think is again nice of him to do and then he comes becomes a cardiologist like he said he wanted to be come again he said that sam ended up being a cardiologist like he said he was going to be because remember his dad died suddenly yeah so and it just makes me happy oh i'm sorry i just got whiplash because we were talking about how he broke up with taylor and then he said the cardiologist thing i was like yeah sorry anyways struggling to follow (laughs) okay what other big points you got in there that's a good question maddie let me look (laughs) (laughs) let me browse 
anything? Silence. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I had to read. You're literally <laughs> <laughs> over here reading the fucking book over again. I it's because I had to find what I'm referring to. It's where they hook up in his truck before the funeral. Oh, that was so hot and steamy. So fucking that was hot. hot and steamy. So fucking hot. But I will say, I was so confused as to like, he came in his pants. Pants. Yeah. I would not feel like that's comfortable. Like, yeah, I thought that was a little awkward. I thought so, all of that was a little, a little awkward. Like it makes sense, obviously, because you're you're in a car, right? Sort of thing. But at the same time, I would. The scene know. is super hot, super steamy. It gets hot real quick, right? They real like quick. go from like comforting each other to making out to like doing shit to each other. But the only part that doesn't work for me is that he comes in his pants. <laughs> I have that sentence left her mouth, she realized. <laughs> she realized what she just said. I mean, that's what happened. So, like. I mean, it does. It does what happened. But, again, I mean, like, what would you have wanted is the question. I don't know. A napkin? <laughs> Doesn't everyone keep, like, napkins in their car or, like, tissues? Like, I mean, you would hope so. Just for in general use. Like, be like, I, go in the club to Compartment. I've got some napkins. I will clean up. I don't know. Stop! I'm literally honking. I hear what? I said, I'm literally like honk laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking goose. <laughs> How appropriate! This thing is set in Canada, anyways. So, <laughs> what? Canadian geese. Is that a thing? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I <laughs> pulled out phone. Uh, yeah, Canadian geese. Oh, you learn something new every day. Okay, so can we can we talk about she finally talks about like talks to Chantel. Yes, and tells and her I everything that happens. You know who I thought you know who I thought of as Chantel? Who? Um, she's from Pretty Little Liars. She has two kids now. She's on TikTok. Shay Mitchell. Shay Mitchell. I like that. I think she would have been a perfect Chantel. Yeah. I could see it. She's like, babe, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Why have you, like, missed all my calls? Why are you not texting me? I know you're there, you asshole. But I think, I think she is a very strong character, even though she's only in it for a blip. Because she basically tells Percy, like, Grow some, grow a pair. Yeah, and and to 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 stop feeling like so awful. You're not a bad person. You just made a mistake. Right, a mistake doesn't define you as who you are as a person. Yeah, it doesn't make what you had between you and Sam like invalidated. Yeah, sort of thing. And again, when we get to the part to where she oh, before that, let me backtrack. The whole college thing. I was pissed at Sam. Oh, I was yeah. So he, like, doesn't fucking Sam. tell her. I was like, how can you not <clears throat> tell your fucking girlfriend? And he's like, yeah, we'll have all summer. 
And he fucking knows that they won't have all summer. Well, not even that. I thought about whenever he even goes to college and like is. Oh, and ignoring her. Ignores her basically. And it's like, you know, they call and she's like, hey, like, how are you? And he's like, I'm just tired. Like, and is not doing anything, like not giving anything. Yeah. He's just closed off. Like he, she's talking to like a wall sort of thing. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just tired and I don't want to like, you know, do this. I think he, uh, but I think that is a very real reaction sometimes to college. And I think that's a very real reaction if you're in two separate places of life. Yeah. Sort of thing. And <clears throat> how he was not able to manage going to school and then having a girlfriend and he wasn't, he didn't know how to cope with that. I'm not giving Sam an excuse. I think he was dumb for it. Because, again, I think that was such a great representation of young men like that because they don't know how to handle those kinds of, like, juggle those kinds of things. It shows his very real immaturity and not in a bad way. It just makes him more realistic because I remember being in relationships like that as a kid, like, growing up and feeling like there was nothing there. Like, they weren't giving anything. They, I was literally doing the talking. You know what I mean? And that's what Percy feels like, too, because she's talking like she's like, I miss you and stuff. He's like, yeah, I miss you, too. Like, you're pulling teeth. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I feel the frustration. I have felt that. And I was like, Percy, babe, I'm sorry. Like, I just related so Yeah, you feel for heavily. her really hard. Yes, because I'm like, Sam, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. And that, that plants that seed of doubt that, like, makes you spiral right and then i forget that you know you can drink obviously at 18 in canada so they were all having a party and stuff and he's she's like you're literally having a party right now you literally told me that you were so stressed out with school that you can't do this and you're mm-hmm. you know, you're failing and you're having a party and, and a girl drunk. answers his phone yeah i would be i'd be I'd livid i i would i think i would be upset more at sam i wouldn't be upset with a girl sort of thing but I would be more upset at the fact that he all of a sudden is having a better time whenever I'm not there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his phone call, the phone call with Percy between them is not what he looks forward to. Yeah. Because obviously he went and partied after he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go and study. They hang up and then he goes to this party and she's like, what are you doing? Sort of thing. Like, I thought, you're supposed to, like, come and talk to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, Percy, I feel for you so much. I'm sorry. Sam's being a dick. Yeah. Truly. And then, that's the summer that Charlie and Percy get Hook close. Up. Yeah. Because Charlie's there for her, and he sees what a a douche canoe his brother is acting like did you just say douche canoe yeah i say that a lot i've i've known you for almost a year and i've never heard you say douche canoe. i said it literally like last night too i wasn't here oh that's right you weren't at bed babe, uh, babe i was not here i know but douche canoe yeah can yeah, we make like that a, a hat? real douche canoe can we make that a hat sure douche canoe yeah what would it look like a canoe e- <laughs> well shit never would have thought of that (laughs) i just imagine the word douche and then underneath a canoe canoe. you know douche canoe yeah 
He, well, anyways, yeah, yeah he's being <laughs> a real douche canoe. <laughs> that sounds. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. Okay, anyways, keep going. Okay. As you were saying, sorry, I didn't mean to take you off the tangent. Oh no, you're fine. So I'm like looking through my notes, and um, the time that they hook up for real mm-hmm. is later on than like that Blair Witch part that's just when they like make out for the first time right because then they're like I really like you but I don't think we should do this yet like I want to yes. be ready and Sam she's says, like he, and she's so disappointed because she's like I know I'm ready like I know I could do this like you're the one like holding off who's hesitant yes and then finally she breaks up for with Mason for real. I thought she had broken up with him already for some reason. No, she basically breaks up over them over the phone. Yes, <laughs> and then Done she goes too. over to Sam's one night. Uh huh. And he's studying his textbook, and she like starts like flirting with him, and he's like, "What's this muscle?" Or like, "What is this thing?" And he like goes up her legs <gasps> and like yes! says the parts of, of the, the body. Muscle. Yes, of the muscle. Yeah, the muscle groups. Yes. Oh my god. So sexy. Never thought that would be sexy, but it was. <laughs> Made me wish I had a doctor. In Hell the yeah. House. Hell yeah. One can only dream. One can only dream. That's who you end up with. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Make dreaming. Oh my god. No. <laughs> okay. Now it's back to present day. Okay. So yeah, and then she finally hooks up with Charlie. Well, she, we're like out of order a little bit. That's okay. She hooks up with Sam. Then she starts working at the place with him. They're spending literally every second together. Or no, Mm -hmm. she was already working with him, right? She's already working with him. God, see, it's hard to like keep track of the timelines when they're back and forth. The the (coughs) listeners have already read this book, presumptuously. True. So we apologize in advance for how back and forth this episode is. We're just hyped on everything. That's fine. Too many things to talk about. But I want to give it to the part where they hook up finally. Okay. Let's skip ahead. Because she's in a rage. Because doesn't she essentially break up with Sam? Like over the phone? Because they're not there. He's not He's not there. Sam? No. He's no. at college. Yes. Sam's at college. And he said, he emails Percy saying, I think we should only talk once a week. Like you're distracting yeah, me, me, basically. Yes. And, and I all said, I do is think about you. Shit. I know. I know. I'm like, you literally love Which this woman. Like, Can you, you not? You're loving this woman and you're literally putting a restraint in how she should feel towards you. Like you should only call for me. Call me one day a week. You should only call. And the, I don't like how he's calling the shots where all the time before that, he's always asked Percy what she wants like, you know what i mean like always took her into consideration yeah and this time he's like i you have to do this only call me this time only he just could have handled it so much better and been like yeah he could have i miss you so much and i want to talk but like i feel like i'm being i don't know i feel like i just know. he didn't handle it the right way no and not through a fucking email and he just hadn't hadn't handled any of the college stuff the right way no because he was just stressed out and you know trying to adjust to and he even says it in the book you know he realizes that even though i was the smartest kid in my small town i was not the smartest kid in this in this yeah program and he said i feel so far behind 
from everybody and I don't feel like I should fit here. That kind of identity crisis, that is so indicative to very young, you know, young 20-year-olds, older teens when you're in your undergrad of college and you don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. And some people are three years already ahead in their degree and they're freshmen and you have other people who have already have an associate's degree and some other people who've been working already for so long and you just feel behind and then yet there are other people who are even more you feel behind than you and you're like well I'm not as far back as those people who are starting from scratch and I think when you're going through that stage of life you're always comparing to say I don't know where I should be. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know. Should I have an internship this summer, this semester, or s- this summer? Should I have been applying for jobs? What internship should I have? Should I be doing this? And should I be doing, you know, that during your college years to get yourself a better start for the years afterwards? And I just remember feeling like you never know what the right step is. Yeah. Sort of thing. So, I, I think I get. Like I think I got that with Sam, obviously. Yeah, I feel like you're having like such a serious conversation, and I'm gonna like bring it back to you're like, like you're the like, less serious. Let's just talk about how they put their <laughs> fucking mouth in their tongue. <laughs> well, I was gonna talk about um, the part where she asks why he broke up with Taylor, and he says, "You know why." Because you're here, bitch. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're literally here. And I just saw your dumb ass in the fucking lake. And I saved your ass. Well, literally. And then we it. were in the truck. And hooked up in the and truck. And then I like how she was like, it could just been a response to trauma. And I was like, babe. No. <laughs> I mean. I get it. But also at the same like time, it's like, wow. There's like something like when you're like going through like a death of someone close to you, like sex makes you feel alive or something so like people do sometimes like, yeah no i know i know there, there is scientific there is scientific reasoning behind it but at the same time i was like percy baby. yeah she's just like i know using anything to like reason like why she he she would sh- hook up with her because she doesn't feel worthy of him right but then right. this is where we find out that the reason that it really went down besides her hooking up with charlie is that she turned down his marriage, marriage proposal. proposal. But okay. Which she okay, should no, have. No, no, no. No, she hooks up with Charlie and then she refuses his marriage proposal. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But yeah, that's also another reason is that he he asked to marry her after she hooked up with Charlie and she she just ran away. Well, but part of the problem is because it was after all that time that they were fighting and stuff. And well, right. So he literally was like, we can't talk more than once a week. Uh-huh. And then he comes home for Thanksgiving break and yes. is like, marry me. And she's like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. We were, I'm just about to tell you how I fucking hooked up with your brother because you were ignoring me for a whole summer and being an asshole of a boyfriend. Yeah. And like, she like freaked out had a panic attack and And left left. and then she just never came back and he was waiting for her to come back every single time yeah and you know what the real kicker was after all that because she has another panic attack at the funeral as 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 an adult because she overhears 
them talking, Sam talking to his, his friends. friends. He's like, don't do it again because you know how much it fucked you up. Yeah. Last time. And she's like, they're talking about me. And she panics. And uh, rightfully so. I would also fucking panic if I heard that because she's so madly in love with him. And she's like, I know I'm not good for you. And then all these people are saying, I'm not good enough for you. Like, and it just validates more and more who who she is and who she thinks she should be for Sam. Yeah. You know. And so and then she runs and he runs after her and he calms her down. And he's like, um, have you always had panic attacks? And, and he's she like, says they started, started 12, 12 years, years ago, ago. And which is like, when <sighs> she turned down his proposal. <laughs> and then she, they look at each other. Charlie and her look at each other and you, they're thinking about both that night. Yeah. And she's like, and Sam's panic looking attack. between them. Mm-hmm. To li- He's always watching how Percy and Charlie look at each other and interact mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. whole time because because he knows. Yes. And I screamed when he like she's when she put the dots together because i was blinded by that too really yes and oh I, like, I fucking knew he knew yeah he knew the entire time and she like i realized it with percy and she was like are you fucking kidding me this entire time he knew he so fucking loved her yeah and, he's, and the main thing he, what was he really upset about is because she never came back she never she never right. came back she right. never explained herself she just dropped off the map more than anything right i understand how like shame can make you like want to close yourself off and like run away from that but i know i know (sighs) it's sad but it was and i'm just like yeah i was it also sucks that she literally is like they had sex right Mm -hmm. in his old childhood bedroom where they had sex for the first time and then as he says i still love you she says i fucked charlie really? i don't think she says it in those words but i slept with like, i hooked I up slept, with charlie yeah and she's then like, i hooked up with your brother he gets pissed all over again which is totally like valid mm-hmm. whatever i'd be mm-hmm. i don't know if i could forgive someone for that obviously but then he like gets mad and she like runs out of the house and, and has, has a another, panic attack another panic attack in the road and he like comes and gets her and then he says i knew and she says i how did you know like you've known yeah, and, and she's like two panic him. attacks in one day. I, yeah. That's enough panic attacks for the day. For one day. And I was like, oh my god, he's known the entire time. And then they have their whole like scene together of how, you know, she's like, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, I think I think you do know. You, you do know that you can do this. I don't know what scene you're talking about. At the very end, whenever they're kind of like talking together like on the dock them, yeah of them being together yeah and she's like you know what did she tell sam um are you gonna look for the specific page well now i'm gonna <laughs> oops i'm sorry <laughs> oh my gosh pause intermittent we need to have um like do 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 oh do, do 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 but oh, should we talk about also the part where Delilah, he tried to like hit on Delilah and Delilah told her and then Percy was oh, just like cut Delilah it. off. Yes. Again, she just because it didn't fit her narrative. It didn't fit who he was supposed to be. It didn't fit what she wanted him to be. She's like, no, forget this. Well, fuck you. I definitely don't think she was in the right to just like. No, she wasn't. Freak out no, on Delilah. Because I think... I. But I think it just compounded her shame, like... 
and like all her fears at once right. you know right no i did and i think that really sent her over the edge of the fact she's like she's com- he's completely different he's not who my sam is yeah and i think that's that was she's like no fuck you sort of thing and i'm glad she also mends that relationship too because delilah had always been there of course she was crass of course she wasn't like the greatest person to save but she was one of percy's most loyal friends because she was there all Mm -hmm. the time no matter what she said about sam no matter what she did with her cousin and everything else she was always there and then yeah she was definitely supportive at the end you know and just for her to be honest and be like yeah he was just really weird and for her not to be believed i would be pissed and then 12 years after that happened she apologizes to delilah and delilah's like it took took you so so long long. that's a real fucking friend like holy shit delilah has red hair delilah has red hair yes delilah has red hair yep so anyways so they finally like make up and stuff. They're sitting at the end of the dock. Uh-huh. And she goes up to him and, and she says, uh, I don't know where to go from here. Or like, so what do we do now? Sam says, so what do we do now? And she goes, I think we should go for a swim. And then they have the one year later epilogue where she goes with them to spread their ashes and they have a party and then she's going to propose to him. Yes. In, ah, in their home. Little... Yes, because he proposed to her. And, they, and it talks about how they live together. And that they were some ups and downs, but yeah, obviously, and they, like, they bickered. They became know. friends with Charlie. They, like, make it work. Yeah. Which is gnarly, but amazing. But, yeah. And, and then, they're at the then end she's going to propose to and him. That, that's the best kind of epilogue. That is an epilogue that I want. A year later where she's like, I love him. I know I love him. And I should never have waited 12 years. Yeah. I'm going to... Oh, you know return the favor of the back you know return back the favor that i wasn't ready to do you know what <laughs> return back the favor that i wasn't ready to commit to because of what i had because he proposed right gotcha so it just is full circle and again it just goes back up into a tiny little bow and i just fucking love it yeah it's so fucking uh, good the characters are just so good i want this i was thinking about it while we, we were talking how would you want this to be set up as like a netflix show i think every other episode i would want it to be like one episode be regular time oh just like the the book how it goes yeah however many summers ago now however many summers ago now now. that would be awesome i think it would be i don't think you could have them 45 minutes long like each episode i think they'd have to be like 30 just depending on the yeah just depending i mean i think it could be made into a movie I think it could be made into a movie, too. Or I think I'd like a TV show. I would love a limited series show run of this. Right. And then if it was a limited series, you could do 45 minutes and, like, really get into, like, the Mm nitty-gritty. But I would want it to be, like, for mature people. Like, I wouldn't want it to be, like, young adults. Like, I'd want it to be, like, mature audience. Right. (coughs) And, um fuck what was i gonna say oh yeah i don't know would i would we want to hear like her thoughts in the show or would we want it to just like play out i think i think just play out i just play out because i don't think it's hard to do that it's hard to like incorporate people's thoughts but it, you can do it so much better on the screen that you know there's so much more like di- not dialogue but unsaid right elements you of see 
you see, see the little the moments that they describe in the right. book yeah right. i get that right right so all right well netflix get on that every summer after please make a show for us because i'm dying for it i would watch the shit out of it so well those were been basically all our thoughts on this yeah sorry this was an up and down episode do you feel satisfied i do okay good i finally got all my thoughts out on this book like goddamn i've been saving it up for months i know but Um, i apologize again for being so chaotic this episode i will come less chaotic to next week i promise next week we're doing where the crawdads sing i think already is I'm that, pretty sure. Is that what's next? Let's I'm look. I'm going to look sure. it up right now. We're gonna, I'm, I thought it was Akatar. No, you're right. It's Akatar. Oh, it's Akatar. No, it's, it's Akatar. It's Akatar. And then where the crowd is saying, okay. and then according to Mist and Fury. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so excited. excited. Okay. I have so many things to say. I know. I have so many things to say. Oh, my God. So many things. I want to talk about it right now, but we're I'll not save it for our next pod episode. <sighs> Yes, we love sure. you all for sticking around yeah. and listening to this. I, I know, at least for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. It. I know, for real. But make sure you guys, you know, put a review that you subscribe. download these episodes. Subscribe to our podcast so that way, um, you know, whenever we get our new episodes, because like I said, it's every Monday morning. And um, follow us on us. Instagram. Yes, good books, bad banter, all one word. Um, we are trying to get back onto Apple Podcasts, but you can find us everywhere else. So just stay tuned for that. It's a little bit more in the works. They require a little bit more, unfortunately. <laughs> so, but with that, you guys have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next Monday morning for Akatar. See y'all then. See ya.